0: Welcome to Transformation Radio, radio that matters.
1: The sweetest frame, Blood, only trust in Jesus' name.
2: Testament today we'll be reading from the book of Romans chapter 2 verse 25. We'll go through chapter 8 verse 8. We'll see that God judges honestly and without partiality and no secret is hidden from him. Are you prepared? Paul the attorney summarizes his case in chapter 3 of Romans. All are condemned both Jews and Gentiles alike. Religious and irreligious are guilty before God. And one is no better than the other. Paul quotes from Psalms and Isaiah to show that from head to foot, we are all lost sinners. Do you uh, really want to argue about this? Then your mouth has not been stopped. God cannot save you until you say, Guilty! Until you agree with Him and close your mouth. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 15th, the New Testament. Romans chapter 2 verse 25 through chapter 3 verse 8. The Jewish ceremony of circumcision has value only if you obey God's law. But if you don't obey God's law, you are no better off than an uncircumcised Gentile. And if the Gentiles obey God's law, won't God declare them to be His own people? In fact, uncircumcised Gentiles who keep God's law will condemn you Jews who are circumcised and possess God's law but don't obey it. For you are not a true Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God, and true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by God's Spirit." And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. Then what's the advantage of being a Jew? Is there any value in the ceremony of circumcision? Yes, there are great benefits. First of all, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. True, some of them were unfaithful. But just because they were unfaithful, does that mean God will be unfaithful? Of course not. Even if everyone else is a liar, God is true, as the Scriptures say about Him. You will be proved right in what you say, and you will win your case in court. But, some might say, our sinfulness serves a good purpose, for it helps people see how righteous God is. Isn't it unfair, then, for Him to punish us? This is merely a human point of view. Of course not. If God were not entirely fair how would he be qualified to judge the world? But someone might still argue, how can God condemn me as a sinner if my dishonesty highlights His truthfulness and brings Him more glory? And some people even slander us by claiming that we say, the more we sin, the better it is. Those who say such things deserve to be condemned. Today we're reading Psalm 11, verses 1 through 7. We'll see that David was in great difficulty. Around him, the archers were getting ready to shoot. Under him, the foundations of society were shaking. What should he do? What would you do? When you're in that kind of situation, your first thought may be to get away as fast as you can. Even David's friends advised him to act like the bird and fly away. It is right to flee from temptation, but not from duty. Big difference. Big difference. Instead of flying away like a frightened bird, you should trust God and mount up with wings like eagles, trusting in the Lord fully. If the foundations are destroyed, lay the foundations again. That's what Ezra did, and what each new generation may have to do. David became king of Israel and laid the foundations for a godly society. After all, God is still on his throne. He hasn't moved and will one day judge the wicked. If you love righteousness, God is on your side. It is always too soon to quit.
1: inside.
3: Adrian Anderson, man, it's amazing to see how God has just really worked in your life um, over the last year. And um, it's been a blessing to be able to work with you on staff. Um, I'm glad that you're a part of the team Um, in phase two amongst the coordinators. And, um, you know, I just appreciate everything. Um, that you've really brought to the table and you know really pouring into these guys um, especially in phase two has been just a blessing to see that and you know really for all of us uh, in leadership at phase one um, we are we are confident and trust uh, and know that uh, the men that um, God is sending to phase two um, are in good hands um, with you Nick and Brian so Adrian keep up the good work keep growing improving and um, definitely excited to, to continue to see you grow and develop in Christ so we appreciate you and love you
4: hey guys this is Brad um uh, going from first phase to second Um just like to speak to you and and give you guys a little insight what happened for me what God has done for me down down at the farm and um second time through the farm everything makes more sense now um it clicked this time and um I'm very grateful and thankful for the opportunity um to receive grace uh from the pastors that God's grace you know was placed on their heart to give me and uh I'm proud to say I've had that moment Uh, last Friday night in the middle of the night I woke up and uh, I I just I I gave I let my flesh go Um, I said if you want me you got me Father Um, yeah so that's that's an awesome feeling Um, so basically the way I'm going to Live my life is through Him. If it doesn't, if it doesn't align with Scripture, then it's just not the truth. If it's not of God, it's definitely what it's of the devil, you know. Um, and I'm choosing life, and I and I, I ask all my brothers to, uh, you know, help me. Um, you see me fall, you see me slip, and call me out. I will receive. I, I I need each and every one of you. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, iron sharpens iron. Therefore, people sharpen people. Um, I just God's working in me right now, guys, and I need it, and I, I I love it. Each and every one of you, and I just like to thank everybody, and just uh, I'm looking forward to to what's what's to come, the abundant blessings that God is going to bless everybody in this ministry with. So. I thank you for the time, guys, and I look forward to walking this thing out with y'all.
2: And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 11, verses 1 through 7, with a choir director, a Psalm of David. I trust in the Lord for protection. So why do you say to me, Fly like a bird to the mountains for safety? The wicked are stringing their bows and fitting their arrows on the bowstrings. They shoot from the shadows at those whose hearts are right. The foundations of law and order have collapsed. What can the righteous do? But the Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord still rules from heaven. He watches everyone closely, examining every person on earth. The Lord examines both the righteous and the wicked. He hates those who love violence. He will rain down blazing coals and burning sulfur on the wicked, punishing them with scorching winds. For the righteous Lord loves justice. The virtuous will see his face. Proverbs chapter 19, verses 10 through 12. It isn't right for a fool to live in luxury or for a slave to rule over princes. Sensible people control their temper. They earn respect by overlooking wrongs. The king's anger is like a lion's roar, but his favor is like dew on the grass.
5: But you're shouting. I'm deaf to your show. It's easy to lose your self-control.
0: This podcast of Transformation Radio for this day. If you have any questions or suggestions, affirmations, testimonials, who I am in Christ, etc., please send them to radio at mensliveschange.org.